October 15, 2022. It's the Watt for Pedro Show. <laughs>
show. Happy Saturday. Uh, started off with John Coltrane doing Manifestation. And then we had Thunder Mother with Loud and Free. And because of those Estonian software people with their Skype invention, I got with me from Thunder Mother, Gernick. Welcome hey, aboard, Gernick. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, we're making a connect between San Pedro, California and Tacoma, Washington, both a port town. And uh, I guess mm-hmm. you're on tour? Yes, we are on a major tour right now. We're at the Tacoma Dome, and we're going to open for the Scorpions tonight, which we've been doing since uh, the end of August. So we only have three more shows left with these legends. <laughs> I remember I had, uh, maybe it was their second album, the one with Robot Man. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're aware of that one. It's a little bit ago, but it was really good. can't remember the name of the album, but I think it was their second one. I know they went through a bunch of guitar players and stuff. Yeah. Uh, incredible cats uh now i want to get into your uh journey through music so please bring your er earliest musical memories that's that's back in sweden right yeah of course yeah i'm born and raised in sweden uh i guess my earliest memories of music is um singing in a church choir and then also um watching my dad who played drums in like cover bands and stuff like that so that's like the earliest earliest memories i have of music uh was it the big town stockholm no, I'm actually from Lund. I'm from the south. Okay, okay. Uh, and in so this, like, uh, yeah. In this pad you grew up in, uh, was there a what town do I know in the south? Malmo. Yeah, it's it's ten minutes from Malmo. Oh, okay. So lucky guess. Yeah. <laughs> lucky guess for a while because I've traveled around a little bit. Forty years of touring, but uh, in the pad you grew up, then there was musical instruments. Your pop's drum set. Yeah, that's true. Uh, well, he set it up for us, uh, me and my sister, but we actually never <laughs> took did, the time to learn it. But uh, did you ever jump on it? To... Did you ever have fun just jumping on it and trying it out? I mean, yeah, we played around with it, of course. And we had also these uh, like uh, specific drums from like, – they're similar to like um, – Congas, we had that kind of stuff as ah, well. Percussion. So, yeah, we could play, yeah, percussion stuff. So we could like play around quite a lot. But um, I guess singing was always just more fun for me. <laughs> well, can I ask you about school? Were you in the in the choir or the marching band or shit like that? Uh, I was in in, uh, in school. Yeah. Well, I did the. I, I was in the choir in church, so I did that, and then I had uh, vocal lessons. Uh, we didn't really have a choir in school. Uh, but I did start, like start my own band pretty early, like early teen years. You know, a lot of uh, a lot of old rock and roll was uh, people learned to sing in church. You know, there's a big yeah. tradition of that. Uh, can I ask you the first record <laughs> you bought with your own money? Um, honestly, I think it was probably like a single because in the nineties when okay. I was a kid, it was uh, it was a lot of singles. I, I it's such a it's a great question, but it's so hard for me to remember because I feel like it was always like um uh you know like these absolute albums, you know these like greatest hits type things. <laughs> right, 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 right. So so it was probably one of those, but I remember uh, I remember getting like getting being gifted uh, the first Spice um, Girls record, which was huge for both me and my sister. <laughs> well, I asked that question because when you're a kid, you ain't got a lot of money, so I'm, I'm curious what would you spend exactly, money on. That's yeah. what that's what I mean. Like I I didn't have money to buy records. Like uh, that that came later on. So that's why I remember like getting gifted like the CD or for birthdays and stuff. It was always like these greatest hits albums or you know singles uh, that were like trendy at the time. A lot of Euro disco probably and whatever was cool and pop, you know, pop stuff from the 90s. <laughs> sure. And, and, and the first gig you went and saw. 
um i that that's also true really really hard for me because i'm thinking it's probably my dad yeah that's what i was thinking too cover band yeah yeah like that's like those the first memories i have of concerts sure Uh, sure. yeah it makes good sense now uh you said you started bands early yeah because, you know, uh, I usually ask people, you know, after school, not graduating, but in the afternoon, the basement band, the bedroom band, the garage band. Yeah. Well, we, um, they had this, like, um, well, in Sweden, they have a lot of things where they really, uh, you know, the government really tries to, pro- uh, um, you know, help people from all walks of, you know, like, whatever, working class. Everyone is a it should be allowed to like try some culture stuff, you know, like either music or whatever. There's a lot of things pushing um, young people to try all different cultural, you know, things. And uh, obviously I'm, I've been very interested in music my whole life. And uh, they started this thing where they were trying to get, I think we were probably like 13 or something. Um, but it, it, like trying to, get more girls involved and so we started our first like all girl band um around that age when, when you uh, say we, yeah, it's like an after school program type thing and when you say we is that you and your sister yeah well actually my i have three uh, i have one younger sister she's one year younger than me and we are best friends to this day and then we have two older sisters and they've always done music stuff too. Uh, but yeah, me and my sister Cecilia, uh, were part of this group of girls that, um, we all like played basketball or handball together. And then we also did music. Like we started this band together and did these like little local, uh, you know, shows and stuff like that. Let me ask you about the material. Was it original? Were you writing songs yet? Um, I mean, I did. I did actually write my like first song, and we're in a talent show uh, when I was like in first grade. Uh, oh, before was second grade, maybe I was in second grade. Maybe I was in second grade, but I was really young, the, uh, and it was a very musical theater type piece. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, with the girls, we tried to do stuff, but obviously, being so new to everything, it was very like copycat vibe. Yeah. Like we had our own song that basically sounded like um uh knocking on heaven's door you know what i mean like but we you were trying like we're trying to figure out we had like one song that was a little more rock then we had one that had like a reggae beat so we were like all over the place but just trying to be creative and sure, sure. You know, finding our way musically <laughs> yeah yeah i mean music's music why not try everything oh what about did yeah. this band have a name Oh, yeah, this band, we named it Banda Set because we were seven girls. So Set is seven in French. And then we were really inspired by this Brazilian band called Banda Eva. It's like samba. She's a big artist in Brazil. So we just thought, oh, that would be so cool. Because, I mean, I've grown up in a home where there's a lot of Latin music. My parents are from Uruguay. So uh, my dad played samba and candomba, this other band from Uruguay. So it's uh, so I like... I think it's always been such a like mix of everything. And they're also like the, you know, like how people were divided, like either they listen to the Rolling Stones or the Beatles. So I grew up in a Beatles home. Like, <laughs> so it's been like all over the place. And then there were these bands from, I don't know if they're from Argentina or Uruguay, but like that did the Beatles vibe 
music, but in Spanish. So it's been a quite an interesting mix of music, but yeah, growing up. And then, so when we decided for a band name, it, it obviously was inspired by <laughs> different things. <laughs> right. Now, uh, do you remember, did, was it just practice band or did you guys do gigs? We did do some gigs. We did a few like... Uh, Tell me about the first one. I guess you... The first show? Yeah. Can you remember? <laughs> um, oh, I feel like my memory is the worst. Because um, I'm... I, I know I... I don't know if I could say I struggle, but I do struggle quite a bit with like nerves and things like that. But I'm always like... I always do everything. Like I always like regardless however scared I am I always like make sure that I I just do it and then I'll deal with anxiety later <laughs> that, no, that's great. and I think I think that that's kind of how it's been like when I was younger like I really wanted to be on stage and I wanted to do these things but I can remember I don't remember my first show with the band but I do remember performing at this like um, talent thing we had in ninth grade where I did uh, um, with backing tracks, I, I sung uh, Vogue, you know, the Madonna song? Sure, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I, yeah, strike I a pose. I remember I did, she... Uh, Wanna Be with Spice Girls because we, we thought it was so cool to dress up as our old idols, you know, when we were like, we were too old to do it, but we were still doing it because it was like a retro thing to do at the time. And which one did <laughs> so you do? I remember performing there, yeah. Uh, what, 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 what member well, of the band were you? I was Mel. Uh, I was Mel. Scary Spice. Oh, Scary! Uh, okay. I always liked the yeah. <laughs> I got to I got to be Scary Spice. I loved. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I loved the Mel B's, Mel B and Mel C. Sure. Scary and Sporty were my favorites uh, when I was growing when I was a kid. Um, so yeah, it was really fun to get to dress up as one of my like childhood <laughs> idols. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> every gig is Halloween. Look, I want to play Watch Out from Thunder Mother. Oh, thank you. No Do it. <laughs> hey. Hey. Let's go. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Pedro Show. That chunk of music start off with Thunder Mother doing Watch Out. And then Iriamu with Lift from uh, Will Hamilton's big piece about being a middle-aged musician. I think the third <laughs> chapter. Then L1011. Going to have them on the show in a couple weeks. No One Died This Time. That's a title. Exclamation point, too. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And uh, after that was uh, brand new from Death Tape Super Bass. Had uh, Alex on the show a couple weeks ago. Infinity Leg 42. And him uh, with Graham doing Limbo, dedicated to Raymond Scott. And they'd call this project the Polavokes. Drowse after that brand new Mystery Part 2. Uh, myself, Scott Amendola, Vinnie Golia. And Henry Kaiser doing a tribute to uh, Pharaoh Sanders that we lost day after the solstice, day after John Coltrane's birthday. That's a trip. And yeah, thank you, Pharaoh. And finally, Thunder Mother with Black and Gold, which is a trip. I got to tell you, Gernica, because uh, Black oh. and Gold, you know, us three minute men, we come from San Pedro High School, year of 1976. And those are our class colors, our school's oh, colors. Awesome. Yeah, and in fact, the theme song for you know, at the football game, it's black. It's called the black and gold. <laughs> That's the color of the uniform. So cool. Yeah, what a coincidence! <laughs> I know, what a trip! What a trip! And then you get there. Uh, so to continue on with your journey, yeah. How long does this band with Cecilia last? This Sepa a banda Sepa. Uh, Banda set, it lasted, I mean, I, uh, it was probably just like junior high. It's like maybe like two years. Like it wasn't that, uh, you know, I guess we rehearsed like on the weekends and, and then we did a few shows, but it was not that intense. And then when we got to high school, uh, we kind of tried to keep it going, but I was probably one of the only people that really wanted to pursue music and everyone else was like, it's just a hobby, you know, and for me in high school, it started to get, I started to realize more and more, like, I, because at the time, I also played basketball, and I thought for a, a millisecond that I was going to, because I'm very competitive, so whatever I start doing, I really want to try to be the best at, but obviously, I didn't have the skills to be a basketball pro, <laughs> nor the height, uh, so... Um, that didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I always had music, and music always was a bigger part of my life. Um, but you had so to find people. Decided, huh? you, had, you had to find people like you, though, because the people from the foreign band, I'd done that, did that, they, they lost interest, right? Yeah, all of them. Uh, I mean, they wanted to just do it for fun. And for me, in high school, I realized, <clears throat> or I was kind of being honest with myself and came to the realization that I really wanted to pursue music, you know, no matter what. Yeah. Uh, so once I was done with uh, high school, I guess, I I then applied for Musicians Institute in Hollywood. Uh, wow. So I did, like, yeah, so I went to college there uh, for uh, vocal performance. People, we're talking Hollywood, um, California, not Hollywood, Sweden. Oh, no, no, there is no Hollywood Sweden. Oh, maybe there is. Is there a Hollywood? No, here. I mean, there's a in Sweden. There's I just no wanted Hollywood. to clear it up like you came I'm over here. I'm talking about L.A. Yeah, 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 right. Um, so yeah, so, so had, you, had, had you been um, to a... That's when I really got into singing rock. 
Yeah, had you ever been like to a foreign? More. Have you been to a foreign country before that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We've traveled quite a lot. Like, um, ah, we went cause... on a lot of like car trips throughout Europe uh, when I was younger, and I've been to Uruguay. Yeah, uh, I was going to say that. Going to America. Okay, okay, and uh, the weather's a little bit different in Hollywood, California. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's wonderful. <laughs> it's like this all the time, it, right? It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, kind of spoiled. I, I came from Virginia when I was a boy, and I could not believe that it's like this almost all the time. I mean, there's some negatives, too, but, man, the weather definitely is pretty calm. Uh, yeah. So you went to this school in Hollywood to learn how uh, rock singing. No, I mean, it was it was for singing. Uh, but at that time I was like, I was really trying to figure out my, my voice and my place in music. Um, being that I like more or less every genre, uh, I, and I, I realized pretty quickly, I'm no Whitney Houston and I'm not Mariah Carey either, <laughs> uh, which I feel like everyone that I went to school with wanted to be or tried to sound like, I, um, because at that same time, I was hanging out with a lot of people that were just listening to 80s rock, like sleaze rock. I was dating a sleaze rocker, you know, like all these things. So through that, I then like really, you know, um, I guess I took the opportunity to try a genre that I didn't I didn't that I hadn't done before that much. Um, and I found like uh, like the band Skid Row, for example, Sebastian Bach's vocals really stuck out to me. And I, I really appreciated that they were a little heavier than, let's say, Poison and all these other bands that I thought was, you know, I really like the music, but it's like it wasn't as tough. I, I personally like when it's a little more has a more metal vibe to it sometimes, uh, which I thought that Skid Row uh, had comparison to a few other of these like. Uh, heavy metal bands from the 80s um and so and i also felt like oh my god my voice i don't know i felt like i had like similarities to sebastian bach's voice uh or not like we sound the same but the way he sings like his technique and how he uses his voice uh so i tried to sing it and i was like wow this really works for me because what i, I missed telling you is that um in sweden i have a naturally raspy voice so a lot of people or i had teachers that um they basically it was always a problem because i, ne I could never sing anything completely clean and people they're not i think today maybe more teachers are prepared to uh handle a voice like that but at that time uh they sent me to like a speech therapist and all these things where i they didn't take advantage of that uniqueness that the raspiness gives me instead they try to like oh try to teach me how to speak correctly on my vocal cords and blah 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 so i wouldn't be hoarse and sound the way i do uh whereas at mi i had teachers that knew about extreme vocals and could really help me evolve and develop what i already had naturally yeah, and from yeah. that on, point on, yeah. Gertie, I'm, like, I'm trying to think of Rod Stewart with a very clear voice. That <laughs> would be ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. It's that character. I, know. Kind I, know, of, the, it's, yeah. I don't know. It's just like they want to put you in musical theater or they want to make you sing pop, but I can never do like 
any high stuff without some raspiness being part of it, uh, <laughs> which I love. I love my voice. I'm super happy about it. But it's been a journey uh, to find acceptance and find your place and find um, like that's why I love rock so much, because I really felt at home in the genre and like um the way I can use my voice and every day that I was learning more and more and singing more and more different rock things, uh, how I would just develop so much and be like, wow, like, you know, like when you're kind of impressing yourself, like, whoa, did I just do that scream? Did I just do that? Like, why is that happening? And being able to do all these things without damaging your voice and being hoarse for days after, like all these little things that have really taken me to where I am today. And I still keep on like surprising myself with things and I and I and I really like that uh, rock allows me to be so I guess free in my expression to you know have that little grit and raspiness and all these things that I personally really appreciate in other singers too. Yeah, I think uh, I, I, I think you would call it personal things. I think you'd call it character. I'm into it yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, you know, why not just have one person sing all the songs like some Roma? Look, we're at the end of the first hour, yeah. October 15, 2022. Dish Wap Peters, your special guest, Gurkha from Thunder Mother. Hold tight for hour two. October 15, 2022. It's the second hour of the Wap from Peters. <laughs>
Goodbye. We all deny death. Good night, Bruno. Bettelheim. Some say listen. Some say do not. You got to look sharp. You got to feel sharp. You got to be sharp. With Vox Pop. Just like your mom. New Wave sucks.
Mike. Monitor still. Anybody got something cold to drink?
from Pedro Show. Mm-hmm. Start off the second hour with Thunder Mother doing Wasted. And then Vox Pops. This yeah. is from 1980. This is from 40 years ago. Li- uh, live on New Wave Theater. Just like your mom. That's Dom Bowles off the drums from the Germs. He's actually the singer. Uh, the Screamers after that. First band I saw at the Whiskey that could, you know, punk band. No guitars, right? Trippy. Uh, Kay's brother Paul on the Fender Rhodes for Fuzz Talk. Vertigo. But this is live at the Mabuhay Gardens in 1978. Controllers after that. The original Neutron Bomb. Yeah. Uh, weirdos had a Neutron Bomb at the same time. They both had Neutron Bomb songs. But they, they put original in the controller one here. I remember getting that with the Skulls and the Eyes. A three song seven inch. Which was a trip, you know, coming from Arena Rock. But by, by the way, speaking of the whiskey, I saw Judas Priest's first tour, man. And Ralph Halford, you want to talk about a voice that knock you down? <laughs> oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And Gary, the, the bass player for Blondie, oh, uh, Gary Valentine, a little pop trio. It was a trippy gig. But, yeah, Rob Halford. The, okay, Rubber O Cement, they got the fucking titles here. Antho Cyan Petr... Fuck these titles they got. Platoon, Bido, Whirl. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're incredibly straight. Uh, got Glam, Flag, the Gellers, Gelting, whatever the fuck. Sorry for fucking that. And then we had uh, Floating <laughs> Problems, that I can pronounce that. Yeah, with uh, Spelter Cast, uh, Curse of Lorno with Start a War. Please no. And then Thunder Mother with Stratosphere. That's way up there. Yeah. So, so look, during this the, during this time at Music Institute up in Hollywood, uh, learning singing and finding your voice, uh, literally, not just a euphemism, people. Uh, do, did you get into any bands? Like playing any um, bands during this period? Oh, yeah, I did. I did. Uh, I started my own all-girl band uh, called uh, Inglorious. I did like a solo thing too where I took some songwriting classes. I put on my like, at one time it was actually all Swedish guys playing for me. And I did my own solo thing, um, obviously with just my name, Guernica. (laughs) But Inglorious was the band that I started and then... By the end of my time in LA, I did a quick little thing with um, Jeff Young, who he played in Megadeth for like a microsecond. <laughs> <laughs> now, these were uh, Swedish guys uh, uh, in the band Guernica. These were guys who came to Hollywood to learn music? Yeah, they were all part of, like, they all went to MI, different programs. And can, I, can I ask you about your name, Guernica? Because there's this, a Picasso painting named after a Basque uh, town. Yeah, that's correct. I'm named after that. Okay, the meaning okay, of that. Okay. Basically, the anti-war, sure. you know, the anti-war painting. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I just thought it was maybe a coincidence. Uh, thank you for verifying that. So, anyway, uh, uh, so you you did gigs up in Hollywood and stuff? I did. I did. We played, uh, like, on the rocks, you know, on top, the cake clubs, little, the small spot there. Sure, like, sure. It used to be, did, in the uh, old days, that was called Gazari's. There was an old oh, guy cool. named Bill Gazzari, and his his uh, his uh, little motto when he did commercials on the radio: "Only foxy guys play my club." <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, so <laughs> Minutemen never got to play there. But, <laughs> but I, I did get to play there when it was called Key Club and stuff later. I, I think the bass player magazine people gave me an award there. And, uh, but oh, so very cool. how, 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 how was your first gigs in Hollywood? Uh, they were fun. I mean, we played a little bit like all over the place. We did a few like for school when we had graduations. We did the Will Turn, House of Blues. Wow. Okay. Uh, like pretty like bigger stages, but it was just like you got to play like one song. Um, but uh, no, it was it was really fun. I just remember being feeling like pretty tough, you know, because you're in school, you're not like you're kind of like in between you know like you're not i don't know you don't have the security of uh, neither your friends or family around you so it's like a lot of i don't know kind of winging it and hoping for the best and i i feel like hollywood is a place where you should just go when you're when you already have something prepared and ready like starting off in hollywood just seems so much more tough yeah, trippy. You know, I mean, how, it's tough anywhere, but it's like it, there it just seems like nobody cares because you know, everyone is doing something. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course, of course. And it used to be even where, you know, less and less actually is happening now in Hollywood. I hardly ever play there. And, and it used to be the only place. You know, they tore down the House of Blues. Mm-hmm. Put up condos. Yeah, I know. Yeah, terrible. I know. It's Look, really I'm, sad. Yeah. I'm on a pl- well, that's the only thing that changes. The only thing that stays the same is change. <laughs> Look, I'm going to play Thunder Mother. Try with love.
Watch for Pedro Show. Start that chunk of mu uh, music off with uh, Try With Love from Thunder Mother. Then RO4, along with KSD 6700, doing Blauer Anzion. Then uh, Ryoji Ikeda with Ultra Ronics 01. Then Iriwanda. Those guys are from Tokyo, but uh, we'll collaborate with a German cat. And then Erie Wanda out of Amsterdam with uh, Sail to the Silver Sun. Rob Moss and Skin Tight, he just moved from Portland, Oregon to Boston. Brand new record, Rock and Roll Ralph's. Ralph's is named a supermarket chain here. Maybe it's about that. Ray Shin with uh, Do the Teletype. And finally, Thunder Mother, I don't know you. So let's hear about you and Thunder Mother. I mean, how'd this happen? How'd you get together with those ladies? Um, well, when I moved back to Sweden, I started another band called Royal Ruckus. And through that band, I got to know uh, Filippa and her fiancé, uh, which both play in different bands and have their own little blues projects because my band was more like a Led Zeppelin. It was like more that kind of vibe. Um, so we ended up getting to know each other. Sweden is pretty small. So we opened for their pro their other projects. And long story short, uh, my bass player quit the band as, play as they seem to do. <laughs> and... Uh, well, Philippe is yeah, a bass I player, right? No, Philippe is a guitar player. Oh, okay. Uh, our bass Fucked player up. name, uh, the bass player we have now is Mona. Okay. Demona. No disrespect to Mona. <laughs> Sorry. No, 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 not at all. No, we love her, but it's just, it's just a funny part of my history and clearly the, the Thunder Mother history as well. Like, you know, just like in Spinal Tap, the drummer just the drummer, playing. right? Like, well, they, I think they blow like, up. <laughs> in our band, it's the bass player. They just kind of just decide to like vanish. I don't know. Anyways, my bass player at that band disappeared, uh, and I contacted Filippa, one of the people that I knew in the business, just to see if she knew someone. And in that conversation, I she said that they were having problems not telling me the whole story that everyone had quit the band basically <laughs> <laughs> but i i threw it out there being the person that i am i just like well if you ever need a singer i'm you know i'm i'm very interested and then she was like well actually would you like to uh, audition i was like hell yeah and then two months passed i did the audition i got the gig and yeah now we've been a band since 2017. so what you're telling me Gernica, is that it was already called Thunder Mother with Philippe, and then you joined them? Yeah, exactly. Like, Philippa started the band Thunder Mother in 2009. Uh, but then she went through, like, several line changes. Like, everyone changed, everyone changed. Like, you know how it is. Sure. And she just kept it going by herself. But it was completely different back then. Like, um, the original idea, I guess, was to be more like a clear ACDC vibe band uh, and then when we joined the band me and the drummer Emily in 2017 um, we're also songwriters and obviously very creative people so we all started writing music together and then that music evolved so this the Thunder Mother sound evolved with that uh, 
I like and that. Obviously I like we have that. ACDC influences, but uh, it's it's more a mix now because we all come from different backgrounds musically. Right, right, right. Which uh, I think is fun and interesting. Influences are one thing, but being organic and really, you know, having some integrity that way means a lot too. Look, we're at the end of the second hour, yeah. October 15, 2022 edition. Wapito's a special guest, Gertick of Thunder Mother. Hold tight for hour three. October 15, 2022, it's the third hour. What for Pedro Show?
Life for Pedro show. We start off the third hour with Thunder Mother with the light in the sky. And then we got some music from the uh, Balkans. Uh, here's from when, when uh, parts were co still called Yugoslavia, a band called Time with uh, Istina Messina. Really, uh, early 70s, you know, organ based rock out of the Balkans. And then uh, more recent, uh, this still Yugoslavia time, though, this band. Uh, Trebakova, Kushta, Pesci. But then they got back together. So this is from 2015. And uh, Slovenia, huh? Ushta Yam Utami, which uh, I get up in the dark if we translate that. They did that for me. Serna Zuk. Uh, that's something black, huh? I don't mean to fuck up the language, but I, I do. Uh, standard Sovane Ludi. And then, god damn my eyes. Ukledi Dukat with Vlacher Ispod Turpese. Trupa Trupa out of Poland. I think those are both Croatia bands. And then Trupa Trupa out of Poland with uh, Uselessness. Ah, I can barely handle English. And then finally, Thunder Mother. Looks, no hooks. Gernica, you ever sing in Swedish? Uh, not so much. I mean, I would be. I would love to do it. Maybe one day. I. I mean, obviously, I. 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 I could do it because I, I speak the language. Also, Espanol, <laughs> but, right? Because um, of Uruguay. Yeah, I mean, I could do. I mean, honestly, singing in Swedish would probably be easier for me because, even though I did speak fluent Spanish as a kid, my Spanish, like a vocabulary, is just not where it used to be. Um, but we did this song in Spanish, and I'm always up to do different things. So who knows? Maybe we'll do a Swedish song in the future or something. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I, you know, I'm thinking of this band. You know this uh, BTS from uh, Korea, South Korea? Yeah, exactly, I mean, yeah. They yeah. sing in Hangul, right? How many people speak Hangul except Koreans? But they're, they're the number one band now. Yeah, I think more about like Rammstein and rock, you know, like they do. The, they've been able to do the whole thing in German. That's right. <laughs> right. Pretty that, cool that, too. What, what I'm saying is, you know, uh, maybe it's not so important. Be You know, lyrics can be like more musical than they are literal as, as far as like read the book, you know. So, yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. And also but we, we also writing writing in Swedish is, uh, I guess, something uh it just feels more like some sort of more like uh, naked or something, you know, like telling a story in English doesn't feel as, I mean, it is personal, but it doesn't, it's still like you have that little shield because of the language differences, but I don't know, maybe eventually I, maybe we might write something in Swedish. No, let's talk about how you got, because you were saying before, the reason Thunder Mother kind of evolved from something that was so, indebted to its influences was because of the song, right? What is the process? Do you keep a notebook of lyrics and then, or do you write on demand like uh, Filippo, bring your music and here, would you write words to this? Um, it's, uh, I would say it's a little bit of both. I always try to write down ideas on my notes on my phone, you know, like right. I always try to keep on, like even if it's just a sentence or a theme or a word that I really want to use somehow. I, I always try to do that. Um, and then when we meet up, because usually we do have like specific, like let's just, you know, we set up times for songwriting and then 
we all kind of bring whatever we have to the table, you know, at that time. So it could be, you know, a riff or a melody or anything, really. And then we just try to bang it out that day. Let me ask, <laughs> let me ask you this. Do you ever make demos for the band yourself? Uh, no, not really. Okay, okay. I mean, I might sing in like a, like a memo on my phone just to have it, but I like working. Sure. Sure. I really like working in a group, you know, like writing together is so much more fun for me. For me, when I've written songs on my own, it just takes me forever because uh, ever... I don't play an instrument either. So I need someone to write it, you know, to play it for me. Well, I would say the voice is kind of an instrument. <laughs> it's probably the first I mean, one it is, humans it is, <laughs> it is an instrument, of course, of course. But you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not very great. At, like, I, obviously, I can play guitar. Uh, I could do like some chords on the piano, but it's so like basic that whatever I come up is like way beyond my skill level. No, but <laughs> so let, I need let, let, the help of others to get them, you know, out there. No, let me ask you this: Have you ever come in with the singing first, like a melody line, and say, "Hey, Felipe, can you make music to this uh, melody I got"? I think it's happened, but not not that often. No, okay. usually they'll play a riff, and then I'll I'll come up with the top line. You know, it's like more like a. And when does the title come in? Last. Mm. Oh, that's very different. Uh... I ask that because I always have to when I do songwriting. I always have to start with the title so I get some focus. <laughs> so I nobody I, oh. I ask hardly says uh, that though. No. Uh, no, want... it's it's a really different. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, it's sort sort of like the bass parts. You know, a lot of people put those on last. I always start with them, maybe because of the bass <laughs> Okay, I want to play "Borrowed Time." Okay. Lights go out. The show is over. the core and shut it down A flashlight shows me off the stage And I'll wave goodbye Grab a beer and talk it over It winds me down Cracking 
show last music for this edition start off with thunder mother doing borrowed time then low with all night i think they're a duluth band and uh 
Yeah, the lady there is uh, fighting cancer, so big love. But that, yeah, cancer, fuck. Anyway, Yotan got after that with Slow American Movement 2, Part 2, Lento. Then Shiverboard with Creepin' Jennies. And finally, Thunder Mother with Hot Mess, which is interesting <laughs> English. <laughs> Hot mess. That sounds very <laughs> down home. So, that's bitch. Where, yeah. where, 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 tell me about it. Tell you about hot mess? Yeah. Well, actually, it's funny because that actually started as a, a word that I <laughs> I had a friend, or I have a friend in that lives in America that she always used to, a friend group that always would say that, I'm such a hot mess, or, you know, like, being very dramatic, and I just thought it was such a funny expression. It is. Uh, being like it. so like tragic and just being a messy person, <laughs> which I think everyone can be that sometimes. So I really pushed for um, that song to be called "Hot Mess" and to um, write around that that theme. <laughs> now, where? <laughs> no, I dig it. I dig it. And 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 where can people find you? Uh, info about Thunder Mother on the internet. Is there a website? Yeah, thundermother.com. Uh, it's not quite as updated uh, as we would want right now, but you can always find stuff on there. Uh, but I'd say the Instagram, Thunder Mother Instagram or Facebook page. Uh, we have a TikTok too. It's Thunder Mother Official. So you can find stuff. Uh, there's probably links the at the Instagram. Th there's probably yeah, links at the Thunder Mother. Yeah, at the Thunder Mother dot com site you probably have links to all those commercial sites so people can go there and get to them there yeah but you'll update it when you can now now you got three more gigs with scorpions and then what do you do uh then we go back home to sweden and uh, we have uh, we have this tv appearance in sweden that we're gonna do and then we have two like mini cruises that we we're playing uh, oh, no, actually, that one of them is just me. Uh, I'm doing this, like, all-star thing. Uh, Mini cruise, <laughs> you mean on a boat? Yeah. yeah, on a boat. It goes from Stockholm to Åland. It's just over the night, and it's like a rock-themed cruise, mini cruise thing. Kind of like, like a ferry. Get really drunk. Kind of like yeah, a ferry. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. more like a ferry, to be completely honest. But, yeah, we're doing that. And then I'm releasing my solo single in November, so I'm excited about that. So... Wow. Yeah, this is a little bit, yeah. Your solo singer. Here and there happening. Uh, who plays on it? Yeah. Is it the Thunder um, people or different people? Different people, actually. I mean, I'm doing more of a pop rock thing. and uh, uh, But Emily, the drummer, is one of the songwriters on this song. So there's always someone involved, you know? <laughs> oh, man. Um, I wish you the best of luck with that. And with the Thunder Mother you. stuff. And with the... The, the cruise ship gigs, all that. And thank you so much for being on the show, truly. And I wish you tons. Thank you for having me. Buttloads of success, please. Okay. Thank Ta you. Thank what's, you. The, what's the word? <laughs> Talk. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. People, it's been October 15, 22, 22. That's hard to say. 2022 edition of Pedro Show. Keep your powder dry.